Hi, I'm Beck Rayner and this is the Military Wife Life Podcast, a podcast that celebrates, empowers, supports and embraces the women behind the military men by building connections, acknowledging our strength, focusing on self-care and our mental health. Let's do this together. This episode of Military Wife Life is proudly brought to you by Defence Bank. Serving those who protect us, Defence Bank have the largest on-base branch network with 37 locations around Australia. They have Army, Air Force and Navy covered. To find your closest branch, visit defencebank.com.au. So you've decided that now is the right time to look at buying a house. This week on the podcast, we're talking which grants and schemes ADF members can access when buying a property and how they all actually work. Because I don't know about you, but sometimes you just need it explained in plain old non-military speak. But before we get into the bit about the cashola you might be entitled to access through things like the First Home Loan Deposit Scheme, First Home Buyers Grant, DOHAS, HPAS and HPC, Defence Bank's Kim Bowles talks us through first steps once you've made the decision to look into becoming property owners. So you've decided you want to save for a house. So a couple of things that you need to start right from the very outset. Have a look around and decide where it is that you want to buy your new house. You need to understand what sort of prices are in that area so that you know how much you're going to have to save for a deposit before you even start thinking about going to the bank for your home loan. Once you've done that, you need to obviously start a bit of a savings plan unless you've already got some money put aside. So open yourself a separate account, put some money away where you're not going to access it with weekly or monthly bills and stuff. The other thing is have a look at what other personal debt you've got outstanding at the moment. So if you have personal loans or credit cards, start to pay them down as much as you can in preparation for going for your home loan. So have a look at the things that have got the highest interest rates and really put most of your money towards those first. You might not get to pay everything out, but if you can pay out one or two of your credit cards or personal loans and just reduce the amount of debt that you've got, you run a winner before you even get to the bank for your home loan. Kim explains the new First Home Loan Deposit Scheme introduced by the government recently to help first home buyers get into the market. Traditionally, it's really long time to save up your 20% deposit if you don't want to pay mortgage insurance, uh, which for those who've shopped around, you know, can run into the thousands of dollars. And 20% for a deposit can be an awful lot of money and take so long to get there. So under the First Home Loan Deposit Scheme, with as little as 5% savings and enough money to pay for your government fees and charges, you can get into the home market. So who's eligible to access the First Home Loan Deposit Scheme? So some of the things that you need to be aware of, eligibility, there are income caps on what you can earn. So $125,000 per year as a single or $200,000 a year as a couple. And that's based on your taxable income as at the previous end of financial year. You need to get your notice of tax assessments to bring into us to prove that because we need to give that to the first home loan deposit scheme. There are property price caps, so depending on where you're going to buy, you may or may not be eligible in those areas. There's a really handy tool on the website where you can put in the postcode of where you're thinking of buying and you can see what the property price cap is. You can use the First Home Loan Deposit Scheme in conjunction with DOHAS and you may also be eligible for things like First Homeowners Grants and uh, a number of other entitlements through Defence. So make sure you have a look at those as well. The one thing that you do need to keep in mind is the First Home Loan Deposit Scheme, you do have to live in the home and it's both of you have to live in the home if you're a couple. So you can't live separated. Unfortunately, under this scheme, there aren't any exemptions in place as yet for Defence personnel. So that's just something to consider. If 
there's a possibility that you may be posting soon and that one of you may not go on that posting. You can also get first homeowners grant potentially if you're a first homeowner. So they're things that you can talk to your home loan consultant about and they can give you guidance on what other entitlements you might be eligible for to go with your loan application. So while you will need to check whether due to possible postings, you're able to meet the eligibility requirements of the scheme, when it comes to the first home buyers grant, there are some exemptions in place for ADF members. Obviously crash postings, early postings, a change in circumstances, they happen, which could mean that while you intended to live in the property for the six or 12 month period, Defence had other ideas. Here's a quick run through by state and territory regarding possible exemptions but there are more details in the blog post on the Military Wife Life website. So first home buyers grant in New South Wales, you must live in the home you buy for at least six months in the first year of owning the property, unless you work in the Australian Defence Force. Victoria, you must occupy the home for at least 12 months. Australian Defence Force personnel are exempt. Queensland, in exceptional circumstances, the Commissioner of State Revenue may use discretion in relation to some eligibility criteria. For example, if you live in the home for less than six months, so there could be an ADF exemption there. ACT, as of July 2019, the ACT does not offer any first homeowner grants to first home buyers, but it does offer a means-tested full stamp duty concession to all first home buyers on all properties. The Northern Territory, where applicants are prevented from complying with the six-month continuous occupancy requirement, the period may be reduced including for changes in posting of Defence Force personnel. South Australia, you can apply for an exemption due to being a member of the ADF via Revenue SA. And Western Australia is a maybe. If there is a change of circumstances and you're unable to satisfy the residence requirements and can clearly demonstrate good reasons that are unforeseen and or beyond your reasonable control, the commissioner may consider an application to reduce the time you're required to live in the home to a period of less than six months. And Tasmania, under the first Homeowner Grant Act 2000, the commissioner of state revenue may reduce the residency period at his or her discretion. So if you're worried that due to postings you may not be able to fulfill the minimum occupancy for the first home buyers grant it's handy to know that most states have exemptions for ADF personnel or the ability to explain your special circumstances but what else might you be eligible to access alongside the first home loan deposit scheme and the first home buyers grant Kim mentioned that thing called DOHAS say what so what is DOHAS so DOHAS or Defence Home Ownership Assistance Scheme. DOHAS was originally introduced back in 2008 as a retention benefit for defence personnel. So the longer you stay in defence, the more benefit you get under the DOHAS. So how it works is that it pays a percentage of your interest on your DOHAS home loan. So there are three approved home loan providers under DOHAS and Defence Bank is one of them. When you take your loan out through us, each month the government will then put in your DOHAS subsidy and it goes directly to your loan. It's paying off your loan early. So anybody who's in the defence will become eligible for DOHAS. You need to have done a minimum four years service and then it goes up in increments for eight and 12 years, you get an increased tier subsidy. So all of the information on that is on the DOHAS website. There's a specific DOHAS website. It's really easy to get all of the information. It's very clear and concise. 
To apply for your DOHAS certificate or for your partner's DOHAS certificate, it is all online. So you can jump online. You do need to have service records for the defence person, but you can input all of those details. You can upload them onto the website and then that application is assessed by DVA. So what happens once you get the go-ahead to receive DOHAS? Once they've approved it, they'll go through and they will email you back a certificate of entitlement. And that's all you need to prove your DOHAS eligibility when you come to Defence Bank for your home loan. So if you're thinking about accessing DOHAS, it's not necessary that you have the certificate of entitlement before you come and speak to the bank. You can get your home loan application rolling and then put your application in for your DOHAS certificate pretty much at the same time. As long as we have your certificate before we proceed to settlement so that we know that you are actually DOHAS eligible, things are all good. Obviously, the earlier you have it in the process, the better. And just in case it takes a little bit of time in getting some of your service records together for your defence person, it's obviously the sooner you get onto that one, the better. Now, let's pretend between the ADF members' work commitments and comings and goings, like that whole process was as easy as asking the military member to send off the paperwork and the emails to access all that we've just explained. <laughs> and now it's time for those DOHAS payments to be paid to you. So how does that actually work? With your DOHAS repayments on your loan, you're going to have your scheduled repayments as per your contract. So as long as you're making those repayments each month, we're all good. What you can think about though is you've got your DOHAS subsidy coming in on top of those repayments. So right from the very beginning, you're getting ahead on your loan. So where you can, leave that in your loan and it goes in advance. If you get into a period where you need a few extra dollars, then you've got that available in redraw. Otherwise, it's sitting there and it's helping you to pay off your loan earlier. So something like an extra $50 or $100 a month month even going onto your loan can save years and thousands of dollars worth of interest. So we've covered the first home loan deposit scheme, the first home buyers grant and DOHAS, but what else is available? Well, I'm glad you asked. There is this thing offered by Defence called the Home Purchase Assistance Scheme, otherwise known as HPAS. HPAS comes as a lump sum payment of $16,949 before tax and its purpose is to assist the ADF member to purchase their own home. To be eligible to receive a HPAS payment, the ADF member can't have received HPAS before. It's actually only payable once in an ADF member's entire period of service. You have to purchase the home in your current or new posting location, on the day that you sign contracts, it's expected that the ADF member will serve in the location for 12 months after the purchase. It also means that the ADF member will live in the house for the remainder of their posting at that location. If you are MWDU, member with dependent unaccompanied, the ADF member needs to remain as categorised as MWDU for the next 12 months. But if you check all those boxes and are eligible to receive HPAS, you'll actually receive the lump sum payment before you need to pay your house deposit because you're considered to have purchased a home when you've signed either the contract to purchase or the agreement for it to be built. Keep in mind though, the amount the ADF member is eligible for is affected if a non-ADF member who is not a recognised partner is joint owner of the property with the ADF member. So if your name was listed as joint owner and you weren't recognised, or the ADF member's sibling or friend, for instance, was a joint owner, then the ADF member would only be eligible to receive 50% of that $16,949 lump sum payment. 
So that's HPAS. But did you also know there is the Home Purchase or Sale Expenses Allowance? HPC is an allowance for the reimbursement of reasonable costs to an ADF member when they sell a home at the time they're being posted to a new location or if they sell in their previous posting location and buy again in the new location. This allowance covers the sale and purchase costs, including real estate agent commissions, stamp duty, solicitor's fees, that type of stuff. It's basically to compensate for the high cost of selling and buying. The amounts that you'll receive through this allowance depend on your costs. So after working out what you can and can't apply for, where you even want to buy a property, posting location dependent obviously, and starting that Pinterest board for your new home decorating ideas, what about choosing between a fixed or variable interest rate? There's a number of things that you do need to consider and all around your personal circumstances. So do you want a fixed interest rate or do you want a variable interest rate? With a variable interest rate, obviously if rates change, then your repayments are going to change potentially. If it goes up, you're gonna to have to make an increased repayment. If it goes down, your repayment may reduce, but you can still pay the same, so you might get ahead. With a fixed interest rate, you have the certainty for a fixed period of time in knowing exactly how much you're going to have to pay on your loan. So you need to have a think about those things. Fixed versus variable interest rates, you also need to consider, are you likely to get posted in the next couple of years? And will that impact you if you've got a fixed interest rate and you decide to sell the house and finalise the loan? There may be some fees due to get out of your fixed interest rate. You also need to consider, do you get an offset facility? Is there redraw available? So what are the features and benefits that you need in a loan? An interest rate may not be the most important thing in your world. It may be the features and benefits that you get with it. Is there a package, banking package that goes with it, which gives you discounted fees or gives you discounted premiums on insurance, other features and benefits with other products to get a whole banking range. What about how to get the best interest rate possible? What's the insider info there, Kim? With your interest rates, by all means, talk to your bank and if you think that you've found the product that you like, but the interest rate's not quite right, have a chat to the bank and ask to negotiate the rate. But what you do need to keep in mind when you're negotiating a rate is that you need to be comparing apples with apples. So make sure that the rate that you're asking for is on a similar or same type of loan. Because if you're comparing a no frills to a package loan, for example, then the rates could be quite different and you don't want to get disappointed with a no answer. So if you want to negotiate the rate on your home loan, the first couple of things that you need to do is have a look around and see what the rates are out in market. So you need to be able to compare products and make sure that what you're going to ask for is on a similar or same product at another institution. The next thing that you need to do is call up your bank. So either go through your contact centre or call your home loan consultant where you got your loan from originally and have a chat to them to say, look, I've got these other rates at other banks. I think it's fairly comparable. Are you able to meet this rate for me on my home loan? So obviously we've only just touched on all of those potential grants and schemes you can possibly access as a new homeowner and partly as a return property owner. And it can kind of get confusing about what you can and can't access, but I hope this gives you a starting point about what to look into further or a reminder about what's available. There are various eligibility requirements in different states and territories, and as we mentioned, minimum service periods, but there are definitely some great benefits available. To find out more info about the First Home Loan Deposit Scheme, the First Home Buyers Grant, DOHAS, HPAS, and the Home Purchase or Sale Expenses Allowance, 
have a read through the show notes or the blog post on the Military Wife Life website and follow some of the links provided to check all of the eligibility requirements. I've also provided a little info about the newly announced Home Builders Grant, which you can apply for before December 2020. And if you're in the market for a Dohas loan, Defence Bank, I am sure, would be happy to answer any of your questions. I so hope you are able to relate or take something away from today's episode. There are definite ups and downs to military life, but let's get the conversation happening so we can see that we are all in this together. We are all just doing our best. So until next week, you got this. Let's do this together one day at a time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this episode has touched you, helped you, or given you that extra confidence to keep going, to continue to hold down the home front, to continue to do all the things, I would so appreciate it if you could pop into Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review, a comment about what you would like to hear more of, or just some encouraging words. If you want to suggest a guest, I am always looking for new people to talk to. You can do that by jumping over to the website www.militarywifelife.com.au and clicking on our podcast page. I would love to hear from you. 